Corner Podcast in our special Amazing Race edition. We're your hosts, Zor. And Reverend Slippery. And uh, once again, welcome back. So, we have been waiting a very long time. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to talk about it. It's funny, I've seen other people that were involved, like with the Dairy Queen stuff, talking and um, saying how long they had to keep their mouths quiet. Uh, those those people that were, you know, well, we're on subject, the people at Dairy Queen, actually, the families and stuff, had no idea why they were there. Oh, really? Only very few people knew. And they said, we're having this, we need a party, we're, we're filming a commercial type thing. And those families had no idea it was the Amazing Race. Only the store owners and a couple other people knew what it was. Uh, it's funny, uh, Tamara has a, f well, that Tracy we met at the... Mm -hmm. at the Hopo Rocks was one of the production assistants. She's friends with Tamara. Tamara mm -hmm. knows her. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, it's Tracy's kid. I think it was yeah. one of her kids was actually one of the kids at the party, too. So. Yeah, I remember them talking that they were there for quite a while waiting. Yeah, so cool. But uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of different. We're, we're not even sitting here with any notes. We're just going to kind of run it off the cuff. Um, actually, we're sitting in my room this time, not Matt's room. Yes. There's a lots of whiskey here to drink, so I'm enjoying <laughs> myself tonight. You have your your race trophy and your cash I, NB. Oh, uh, I have all my trophy, my my geocaching awards. <laughs> and your, uh, Look, there's my big first to find plaque. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they don't make those, do they? No, I guess maybe not. the acoustics would be different now that we're uh, not in your uh, your office or Yeah, now. maybe, maybe. And my dog's sitting here, though you can't hear me sitting here quietly panting, <laughs> wondering what we're talking about. Yeah. Sure. Um. So yeah, so it's kind of a little bit of a different format tonight. Um. So we're probably not going to do much on, on like, recent caches and yeah. stuff. Just kind of wanted to, uh, we know that a lot of people were talking about the race, and, and obviously it's a big deal for us. So uh, we've got a couple of little things just to kind of bring up. Um, we can tackle first, and then we'll dive into the race. Uh, first thing I wanted to mention was Cushabacoac. Yeah, how'd that go? It uh, went really, really well. I think we had 120 people. The coins are gone. And Seppet got yep. the last one. Yeah, all the coins are gone, which I think you know is good that they all they, they all went. Yeah, they went quickly. Um, a couple weeks. Kushvakwak, the the woman. Uh, I want to say Nicole, but I don't know if that's mm. actually. Yeah, her name. I can't remember her name. Um, anyway, Steve is, was the Ninja Jedi. Steve Gazulis. Uh He's the one that that was. Uh, he spearheaded that project. I, kind of, I went to him and said, you know, see what you can do and. Look what happens. We finally yeah. landed on Cushabacoac after, I think that, that's been tried several times and it never never connected, but they were very, very happy with the results. Um, yep. A lot of people showed up. Uh, great, easy little series of caches to do. Uh, Steve did a really good job finding some nice little spots to go. And, um, yeah, they, they definitely want to do it again. They want to make it a yearly thing. And uh, we'll see, kind of see where that goes. Uh, one thing was really, really interesting, a lot of new cachers, people that had yeah. never cached before. That's good. Uh, it was really good. That's because it's in a different area. Well, and that was a big part of it. People were coming in and going, well, what's they going on? They really promoted it at the park, too. That was something that was, you know, was mentioned, that there was a lot of promotion from the park itself. Um, you know, Fundy does their own promotion, but Fundy's had it for several years, so it's kind of established now. Um, and Cushabacoac, really, because there was lots of well, They have all summer to push it. Yeah, and that's just it. Um, so I think it, that was a really, really good uh, good thing to see. Lots of uh, lots of people asking questions and what's this all about. And they even had some GPS units to give out to uh, to loan out. That's good. And uh, yeah, I think it went really, really well. They were Magellans, weren't they? They were Magellans. Ugh. They were very. I've been a Magellan guy up until about a month ago, <laughs> and I can't wait to get a new a new garment. I uh, 
Well, I I brought my tablet, my Windows yeah. tablet, to load the caches onto anybody's GPS that might need it. So uh, I thought, well, they had those units. I might as well load the uh, load the caches onto the Magellans, and got them loaded perfectly fine. But my God, I couldn't. Neither me or Steve. I think Jason tried. We we struggled really hard to try and figure out how to just navigate to a cache. Uh, we finally figured it out, but it, it's not a very intuitive. Those units, anyway, I can't speak to any of the other ones, but I think they were... Well, you had to go through, like, four menus in order to get to a list, and you can't just pick one on the screen and go to it. Yeah, it was, You can't scroll the screen with your fingers. It's, oh, it's awful. Yeah, there, there were For some... a touchscreen device. It was a really weird... Uh, well, they're not touchscreen. Those screens. ones, you know, I think it was yeah. a 310. I yeah. think they were 310s. Yeah. Because they weren't the GC units. They were regular yeah. uh, Magellans. But anyway, we, we stumbled through it, and people used them, and, and it went through. So I think the, the plan, it seems to be that uh, the long weekend, the, the Labor Day weekend, yep. is going to become the Cushabaquack weekend. So you can kind of look forward to, in the future, a sort of padding the summer, or the, yeah. Yeah, the, the summer months the with, with the two parks. And it's a big thing for us. We, we've got both national parks at Cash Up New Brunswick now. So... Uh, Oh, there, there's your barking. You're <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're at my house, so the dogs <laughs> might bark a little. Um, so I think it's good. I'm, I'm, yep. I'm quite happy. Yeah, that's the, Max. If you can hear him. <laughs> uh, the only other little thing I wanted to mention was um, October eighteenth, which is a Saturday. Uh, if you're interested, there is we're hosting another geocoin challenge. Imagine that. Yeah. Really. Um, the These people are all coming to us. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's been a heavy summer for that, a lot, or yeah. a heavy year for that. Yeah. Um, these guys are just like a biodiversity, kind of showing what you can do with nature and stuff. So they, they wanted to do something geocaching related, and they're going to do It's a wood coin. Uh, PhD, Chuck from PhD is doing the coin. And it's the same thing, 100 coins, you do a passport, it's on their property. Yeah. Um, K57 asked, they do not allow dogs on the property. Okay. Because uh, I did ask them, and because he asked the question on our Facebook page, and uh, I got an answer back from them. They said, "No, no, they don't. Allow, they don't allow dogs on the property." So you are bringing leave the uh, the critters home, I'm afraid. Uh, but yeah, they're we're gonna do an introduction to geocaching and talk about who they are and all that kind of stuff. So that's running from ten till so four. Are we going? I, you and I. I I'm definitely going. You're, yeah, I don't see an issue right now for okay. me going. So um, I think I'm gonna. I mean that's quite a haul from here. That's at least three hours driving. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think I'm. I don't think I'm gonna go the night before and stay somewhere. I will probably leave that morning. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's what, what it, time does it start? Uh, ten o'clock. Oh yeah, if we're out of here by six. Yeah. So it's plenty of time. Yeah, uh, get there and, and get set up. And big shout out to Mad Puck, yes. who's actually going there and hiding the caches for us. So uh, thank you, Rob, for that. A couple other things. Sure. Um, if you want to just bring them up real quickly, the uh, winter contest. Oh, that's, come that's out and play. Yeah, come out and play. It's, it's, it's not official what's happening, is it yet? No. It, How, it, 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 it's just going to be different. Yeah, the, I don't, uh, maybe I should have asked Natalie if we can talk about what's going yeah, on. Yeah, well, no, it'll come out when it comes out, but it's going to be different. Yeah, the, the contest is, is quite different. You should, did you, you haven't seen the test pages. Chris did some test pages for the new, yeah. for the new contest, and uh, pretty... Pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so still, you're still doing something yes. to get a score. No more negative scores. No more tasks. The tasks are being replaced with something else. If you've yeah. heard, uh, you know what it is. If not, it'll, you'll be in for a surprise. Um, and the the scoring will be more like battle cash. Yeah. So you're using the 
yeah. elements of the GC code to do your scoring. So it's not based on difficulty. There's still some planning involved. Yes, absolutely. But, but it's not going to be like it was... Yeah, it looks like my dog wants out. It's not going to be like, like it was before where you really have to plan a lot. Yeah, and I think cashers across the board, whether you're seasoned or not, you know, brand new or you've been doing it for yeah. since the dark ages. And there's probably macros in GSAC to help you with this. <laughs> I would I'm sure there's one that can help you with this. So Yeah, so, uh, so I think December 1st is yeah. the official start date. And Trigger 21 is organizing. Yeah, yeah, Natalie is taking care of that. Not that Gwen wasn't doing a fantastic job, but it's... She's retiring and she's <laughs> taking over. Retiring is a good way to put it, yeah. So, something a little different. We'll see how it goes this year. If Chris can get what he's working on to work, which reminds me of all that. I'm sure he will. Um, yeah, it'd be, it would be pretty, pretty, pretty nice. So, keep your eyes peeled. Probably, I want to say, early November. We'll probably, something will be running about that because I think she's finalizing the rules right now. So, so mid-November, stop cashing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> to save some close save ones. Some, yeah. Right. Although the here in uh, the Moncton area, the uh, will the rails to trails line is will, will you be able to hide? Yeah, yeah, same. So, uh, or is it just finding? She didn't. I think it's both. I'm pretty sure it is yeah, both. So yeah, you can use your hides and your yeah. finds. Yeah, there same. should be some hides in there. Oh yeah, promote, promote hiding. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, so new contests, yeah. new new challenges. So. We'll see what, uh, cool. what comes up. Any quick little mega news that we want to bring up while we have everyone's attention? Go ahead. TZ contest, perhaps. <laughs> travel bug race. And travel bug race. If, you, if you're still thinking about doing that, get your travel bugs because we're going to start looking for them soon. I think we're probably going to have a couple events uh, mm. to, to collect them. We'll have some events and maybe get St. John do one for Everton and we'll do one maybe. so people can bring there. And then we'll have one person send them to, to, yeah, to, to that's us a good idea. to get them... Uh, Wherever they're going, yeah, because so, they're, they're. I think they're going to Albuquerque, New Mexico, in the third, second or third week of January. It's on my calendar already. Yeah, before. so we're probably going to want them by <laughs> December month. Yeah, yeah, and, Christmas uh, time for sure. And so check check the Omega Three website for details. And if you don't have a travel bug tag, Cash Emporium has them. That's true. You get, give them a shout. Get, get, get your, a couple. Get you can enter tag. more than one. Yeah, you can enter as many as you want. So you can do coins. So you can do tags. You can make your own. Long as the track, as long as it's trackable. Yep, it cannot be have any mileage on it, so it's brand. It has to be activated with no mileage. Yes. And but the details are all on maritimemega.com. We'll probably do if you've logged and will attend on the event. We'll probably be doing an announcement in the next week or so, and maybe. Preferably small, so they move quick. Yes. Don't put it like on a shovel or a cinder block. <laughs> Matt can't take that in an airplane. They will so, frown. No bullets or bombs or yeah, knives. So, yeah, so they're going to have to be aware of that, that. Yeah. You are taking these somewhere. Well, if anything like that showed up, I'd probably put it in a check bag and then just check it all the yeah. way through. Or mail it to yourself there. Oh, that yeah, that's even... That's <laughs> FedEx it down. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes. So be aware of what you, what you do submit. It has to be... Preferably something that's not going to get stolen or uh, that, you know, don't put it on a golden a gold ring or diamond ring. Yeah, leave your uh, leave your ancient treasures at home. Yeah. Um, I remember there was a fake eye. It was not a fake eye. It was a glass eye. Remember that travel blog? It was, oh, I think oh, I Probably remember. five years ago it was going yeah. on. It was, it was a fellow's glass eye. He got a new one. He put his old one out. It was actually had sand in his eyeball. <laughs> and he... And he Washed it and sent it out as a travel bug. Oh, that's funny. Maybe I should find an old pair of dentures. Of dentures. <laughs> Real dentures and send them out. That would be funny. Anyway, I we're getting carried away. A travel bug you can sink your teeth into. <laughs> <laughs> Choppers. Choppers. 
So, yeah, think about the contest. Oh, don't forget your pictures for the calendar and... Yes, calendar and contest. The so we're going to start doing some promotion on this stuff soon, so you should, well, yeah, you should see some stuff coming up. I think, I think. well, we talked about this at the last mega meeting, too. It's kind of like it's mm. still it's still far enough ahead that I don't, you know, I think people aren't really thinking about stuff like that, but there's some things that, obviously, yeah. if we want, like the travel bug race and people want them to you get, Yeah, you got to start thinking about your travel bug and getting it ready and getting it submitted. So, yeah, so, and yeah, calendars, take your pictures and, and get your... Uh, Take as many pictures as you can while you're caching, and we will be making an announcement about how you can submit them. I do know. I was quite surprised when I looked, but there are pictures that have been submitted for the contest. There's hashtags. Yeah, M3 underscore contest, I think, is the Instagram yeah. hashtag. And there are some there now. I had no we idea. We don't want a full calendar, just a Teta Gooser's pictures. <laughs> yeah, this is true. I, th I think Polly submitted. I thought it's oh, still yeah, Polly. Oh, yeah, I think... I think Cheryl said she might have even sent a few through, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I probably have some pictures I could use. So... Um, and yes, there's the auction, which will open in the new year sometime. Okay. So, well. Lots, uh, lots of stuff to look forward to. That's all I can think of right now for non-amazing race news. Yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. That's what happens when I didn't, uh... Oh, we didn't really need notes, because we're just gonna... We're just gonna bow. We're gonna tell our story now. Well, you wanna tell the story? Let's, let's, you wanna, we're gonna get started on our little story? I want to, okay, well... <laughs> what happened? You, you, well, I suppose I got the email the same time as you. You did. If you hear any noise, that's me pouring a glass of whiskey. <laughs> so February 19th. Was it 19th? 19th. I, I checked my email the other day. Okay. Actually, no. I found my non-disclosure agreement. Oh. <laughs> that we, that yes, yes. The It's funny because I had my signed copy sitting in my, uh, I, I, in my drawer in my bedroom. And I went to take the socks out the other day, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I suppose I don't need this anymore. Oh, choices here in my cabinet. Yes, the 19th of So you got the email first, right? I think that's how that happened, because you emailed me or said something about that. I, I, I must have opened the email first, because yeah. we, sh we share the admin account. Yeah. And normally I leave stuff for you to see, because I don't want you to miss it. But I think that one there, it looked funny, so <laughs> I, I opened it up. And that's, that's when I found out what was going on. Well, we thought we it was a show, right? So, well, yeah, because it was uh, it's a code name, that, and the production company was there, and it's a fake show, and they say they want to talk to us about it's an adventure show, and they wanted to incorporate geocaching, and they wanted to talk to us to see if we were involved in assisting. I remember that much. So we had no idea what it yeah. was. Then we got the uh, the non disclosure agreement, read them, which was kind of like. Wow, there's a lot like yeah. million-dollar liability on there. That's why we kept our mouths shut. We had a million-dollar liability on that. And um, so did everybody else who was involved in the race. I guess they signed quite a few. Yeah, and, there would have been a lot of people. Know, everybody they bump into, all the taxi drivers, all the everybody has to sign. Yeah. Right? Because I guess you have... We did. Because we knew who were in the final... Well... Yeah, the I we I don't I knew the hockey girls. I just yeah. remember because we knew the girls were in the final four, but we didn't see the other three teams close enough to yeah. really know who they were until we saw them on TV. And said, oh, it was them. Yeah, and the only reason, well, from my recollection anyway, the only reason why I remember the girls was because the producer said, "We think the hockey girls are going to switch," and that's all he said. He didn't say yeah. names. He just said hockey girls. So when the sh when the season started, right yeah. when I watched the yeah. first episode. And I saw what, uh, you know, the teams, I immediately knew that they were going to be mm -hmm. all the way, make it all the way through to at least episode 11. Because uh, I, I said to Tamara, I said, I can tell you one of the teams that will be there. Because I, I know one of them. And she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
And the other team I recognized was Suki and... Jinder? And Jinder, yeah. Okay. I remember seeing them down below as well. I remember seeing the blue jacket. That's yeah. what stuck, stuck out of my yeah. mind. Because I don't know if any, when you watch... We'll, we'll have to come back. Yeah. We're going to go back and forth. <laughs> when you watch the... the uh, when they were at the flags in the mud, they had to run over to the flag box where the flags were... Yes. ...to decipher and bring the flags back over and hook them up. We could see them coming over to the book. Yep. To, to figure out how what flag means this word. On the so, picnic table. So we were watching them on the picnic table. We could see them from where we were, but we couldn't see the flag poles. We yeah. had to walk down... Yeah, because you went down. I, I went never, down and had a look. I never moved. I and then one think... of the producers told me to get out of there because he saw me taking a picture. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. And he said, we don't want to attract a crowd, so don't just stand there watching. <laughs> but the public was there, and they were, people were watching. Yeah. So we, 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 yeah. get, we get we this got letter, letter. We got this non-disclosure agreement. And so I think you you texted me or emailed and said, did you see this? And, I, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I think it's harmless, or, or you said it was harmless, or something like yeah. that. And then, so I put it in the post. I said I had a funny story about what, what happened when yeah. we got the, the NDA. So I was on the road. Yep, right I, away. I was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Doing, I was at work. At, and I was, I was doing my, my regular training thing, and you had, I don't know if you emailed me or texted me, whatever it was. And so that day, I went on, I read the NDA, and I'm like, okay, well, I signed it and, and sent it back. And then I'm like, well, who are these guys? So I went on Google, and at the top of the NDA, non-disclosure agreement, it says the name of the production company. So I typed it into Google. I'm like, okay, it's going to come up with some like tacky yeah. show or whatever. And the first hit that came up was the uh, contestant application form for The Amazing Race Canada. And I, <laughs> I damn near crapped my pants when I saw that link. I'm like, there is no way that's who's contacting us. There was just... I was in complete and total disbelief. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way that's who it is. And because I think I texted you, I'm like, try this on Google. I was sitting in the lunchroom at work <laughs> and I was talking to two other guys that were there and I said, oh, some production company is shooting some show and they want to focus on geocaching. I just got an email about it. And they said, oh, that's kind of cool. And that was before I knew about the non disclosure agreement. And then when, I, when I, we got it and I looked at it really quick because I didn't read it all, I was yeah. at work and it was on my phone. And then you sent me a message, did you see who this was? So I Googled it, and I said to the guy, I said, oh, these guys do The Amazing Race, too. I thought they were two separate shows at first. Okay. So I told the guy, I said, the people that do Amazing Race contacted me, but it was for a different show called something else. Yeah. So they didn't put two and two together, thankfully. Yeah. And nobody asked. But a lot of people were starting to guess near the end, because yeah. we, we were throwing hints yeah. after oh, it was Yeah, done. oh yeah, big time. So we got the letter, and we got all excited. We found out what it was for. Yeah, so we did that, and then... So I had a call. I was delivering a class in Minneapolis. Uh, the producer wanted to have a call because you weren't available. It was like something was yeah. going on. You, you, you handled the first call. So I had the first call. It was with the producer and one of the producer's assistants. And uh, so we got on the call. And I'm, I'm sitting in the boardroom at one of my clients. Yeah. So they had gone to lunch and I was on my lunch break. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I've got my phone out and I dialed in and, and called the conference number or whatever. And the producer says, he says, well, now that we're all uh, under the under the veil or under the dome or whatever the term was he said, he says, yeah, this is for the Amazing Race Canada. And I'm literally in my seat, like, bouncing up and down going, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. You know, if, if there had been a camera in that room, it would have been like I was like a six-year-old boy just bouncing around. I was so excited. It was pretty exciting. So, uh, and then it kind of took off from there. Yeah, then we started doing, we did a couple of conference calls with them. Yeah. We and had, then, was what, April? Yeah, it was in April. I want to say it was April, yeah. When they came to town, about a month before. Yeah. 
And we met them twice at the hotel. Yep, I remember that. The Delta. We sat down with uh, their uh, event, not event coordinator, but their... Location, the location, there was a location manager. There was a two location managers who lived in Moncton. It ended up oh, being yeah, sick, so they weren't there. You, uh, there was a challenge. There's a challenge guy. Yeah, the, the guy, guy with the glass. There was a guy with the glasses and the longer hair. Yeah, and he and he reviews all their challenges. Every right? challenge, yeah. Yeah, to make sure that they're fair and and they're doable. And and I don't remember what the other guy, what his response. There was, was another guy there, and then there was the main producer. C can we say his name? I think we can say Guy Clarkson. Yeah, Guy Clarkson. He he uh, was uh, he was the guy that we dealt with. So we sat down and talked. Fantastic about guy, by the way. <laughs> yeah, actually, maybe we could uh, put a link to maybe his YouTube videos. He's got uh, yeah. He's got an amazing. He's a pilot. So him and I had quite a few conversations while we were walking in the woods. I'll talk about that later, about uh, piloting and air traffic controlling. But um, we talked, yeah, go oh, sorry. We go talked ahead. about locations. Yes, because they were talking about Cape and Ray should do it all. Yeah, they wanted right. to do the geocaching. Then challenge. I tried to talk to him and maybe going all the way down to Funday Park because we had a history there. Yeah, and there's lots of room. And then they came back and said they wanted to do Hope Bell Rocks, and I said Hope Bell Rocks got to do it there. Yeah. So uh, we sort of talked him into that because Cape and Rage would not have worked. No way would it have worked for geocaching. And the first conversation we had face to face, I remember. Um, I, I remember because ultimately it ended up as a detour, but I th the first conversation we had, I had him. They wanted. I had him saying to do it as a roadblock, road because road I remember road. thinking in my head, if it's a detour, there's a chance that nobody will pick the pick the task. We, we talked about that. So we we tried to steer them in the direction of a roadblock, and that was you know more for personal for us because I didn't want it to, to end up that way, but. And he's like, yeah, I like that idea, I like that idea, and then it eventually turned into a detour because they really wanted to do the rappelling, which makes would have been a, is a better roadblock anyway, obviously. Um, but uh, in the final episode, they had two roadblocks. Yeah, yeah, I think they do that in, in most of the like yeah. even so in the they other each one. had to do one. Yeah, but anyway, I wish they would have done it. <laughs> so yeah, so we're sitting in this room, looking at maps, looking on his tablet, trying to figure out where to do it, showing them containers. Showing them the GPS. Yes, that's true. They had no idea what, a G what to do with the GPS, so we convinced them into buying what they did. Yeah, the 64s. We to well, we told them 62s would have been good. They come back with 64s, and we were elated. Uh, fantastic machine. So they yeah, came back with that. They, they, and they didn't... Yeah, we went through we went through a spin, because I think Z Martello brought it up. He asked if they had to enter in the coordinates. Remember we went through that... That exercise, yeah. originally for the longest time, entering mm. the coordinates was going to be part of that task. And I remember talking to you and saying, I think it's a horrible idea. Yeah. I, I was really, really against that. And then I sent a really, like, not a long, but a, yeah. a, a strong message to the producer saying, look, we really don't think that's a good idea. Um, you know, people are going to see, well, we got to enter coordinates. If, you know, we can make the challenge about finding the containers, not... You know, it sh the challenge shouldn't be about getting this stuff into the GPS. It should be finding the containers. Because it's very easy to get your coordinates in your GPS as a geocacher. Yeah. Pocket <laughs> query, and you drag, you drag it over. Yeah. You know, nobody enters coordinates anymore unless yeah. you're doing a multi. Or it's they're brand new and don't know what a pocket query is. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we created a, a GPX file, which I still have. Yep. Um, and we said, we'll just load this. And you can see, he had a hard time, remember, he had a hard time getting it to show up because all the stock caches, those yeah. 64s came with caches Came stocked with 200,000 caches or something <laughs> like that, all over the world, and and he had a problem because every time, he wanted to go through the process each time we went out of finding it, oh. marking it as found, and then 
when your market is found, it's gone. It disappears. Yeah. You have yeah. to go and unfind them. And he was and he was torn with whether he wanted them to be able to mark them as found or just leave them all live and they have to figure out which ones they've been to or they had to. Yeah, because I think, too, because they were disappearing off the map. Yes. They weren't showing the, the open chess box or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we played with the mapping and I managed to figure out how to, how to fix that. But that, yeah, we went right back and forth on on how we were going to do that and that yeah. kind of thing. And a lot of that happened out in, when I was out in the woods with That's what I was going to say. That's kind of where we were, were leading to. Is yeah, you? so, uh, yeah, Matt was away, of course. <laughs> this was the uh, week before Fun before Funday. I went down with, uh, with Guy, and we walked through the woods, and we were six hours one day and eight hours the next day placing 12 containers originally. So we placed 12 containers... And we moved some, and we modified some, and uh, come up with a plan on how to make them all equal distant. So they wanted everything to be as as perfect as possible. So there was a lot of changes, a lot of things doing, and he had a lot of questions about the units, the hand, the, the GPS units, and how they worked, and how we were going to. They were quite concerned about how they were going to learn to use them in two minutes. That we guaranteed them we could teach them, and that we could do it in two minutes easily. It was easy, yeah. Um, so I went out with this fellow, and we started hiding, and then we ended up having to spread them out further, and then we had to move a couple, and then we decided to, the day before, the day before the racers got there, we added three the extras. Decoys, yeah. We added three decoys that wouldn't have anything. So 12 of them had items I had to return. Three of them were decoys that had nothing in them. And they wanted, there was specific places they wanted them to go in the park. And then the rest of it, they didn't care. They just wanted it to kill time. And there were some of them that were placed in areas, because people were asking if the caches remained. Yeah. And there were some that were, we placed, or you placed, we placed, whatever, in areas that the general public isn't allowed to go to, but they were allowed to for the race. Yeah, it was back, some of them were back in behind the uh, maintenance garage. They were on the maintenance, some of them were just off the, the maintenance, maintenance trails. Yeah. And, and that park is bigger than you think. It goes way back. Yeah. And you could get all almost all the way back to, to, to Route 114 in the woods there. Mm, almost, And yeah. we had all of that, except there's a little there's a little creek that runs through. We didn't go past that. And it was a hydro line. But um, they wanted it, a lot of them, They were think, he was thinking about the camera angles. Yeah, that was kind of different. They, didn't, they didn't want... Uh, really they, thick, eh? They didn't want it thick. They didn't want, uh, they wanted the camera to be able to get in and get a good shot. And they were worried about the background. They didn't want to see the garage. There was one spot where they had some wood piled. They didn't want to see that. Yeah, they but just wanted to see the wilderness and nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. else. And trails are running through the trails. Um, they didn't mind if they ran into the public because we did have some on the main thing. Well, the the main the main walkway that goes down to the to the we pretty the much rock. crossed it. That's about it. Yeah, and there's that. It's sort of like a zigzag mm -hmm. where you go down this to the two sets of stairs, and there's the ramp. So there was a cache right there, and there was one. It was so two right there. Yeah, if you're coming from the top going down, there was yeah. one basically on the stairs. The switchback. It's called the switchback. Yeah, and then off to the right. They were only 40 meters apart. They were really, really close. I remember that. The rest were, were closer to 100. Yeah, like between 80 and 100, I'd say. Yeah. And um, they all had these little trinkets that were supposed to match, you know. Yeah, and they were all New Brunswick related. There was, for the most part, they were, they were Atlantic Canada themed. There was a lobster trap, and there was a... Uh, a, a, a steering thing, yeah, and and, and um, I don't even remember what they were now. They were yeah, there was a New Brunswick. There was a guitar pick that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a. There was a guitar pick that was made locally. It was all New Brunswick type uh, things for them to collect. And there was a little chart 
Because remember, Jeff gave us the chart. They the took end. a picture of everything. Yeah, so they they took, and they put it on a chart, and they would know that these were all the different items they had to collect or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, so you, you did all the, you did most of the hiding, or spot picking out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Then on... The day before, the you 19th, arrived. Yeah. You came, and then the three, and then they switched producers on us. Yes. They switched to Jeff. Yeah. Which was going to be the actual producer of that episode. Now they switched it from Roy to this guy. So Jeff came out, and of course, different producer, different thoughts. Different he eyes. was far more laid back, <laughs> far less uh, picky or anal or whatever you want to call it. And just as good, just very, very different. He was more, the guy was more, make sure nothing happens wrong. And Jeff was more, hey, if something happens wrong, we'll just incorporate it into the show. It becomes part of it because we can't be perfect. Yeah. So it was just different styles, like not not to say anything bad about either one of them. No, no. They were fine. It was just they both had their own their yeah. own way of doing things. And one thing that somebody I don't know if you saw on the geocaching forums was a bit of a discussion on there about it. Oh, is there? Yeah, and I, I've been I've been going there and commenting and 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 telling people what actually happened because there was some misconceptions. One guy says, because right. of course in the episode when you see it, the containers were just lying on the ground. Yeah. Well, when they came to shoot. They put the containers yeah. on the ground. The cameraman walked up. They opened it up, and the the, the assistant, the, the girl, like, oh forget. Tracy, yeah, yeah, to, uh, she took the the mount and held them in her hand. Yeah, and that was the filming of showing. And they showed two of them. They showed the two lock and locks. Yes, they did. We had three ammo cans. We had a couple of peanut butter containers. We had some. Yeah. We had some different containers. We had some hanging, some under logs, some on the uh, one on a board walking behind a tree. Yeah, but the the two they showed were just lying on the ground. And somebody commented on the geocaching forms. Well, Jesus, if all geocaches are hidden that easy in New Brunswick, it'd be no problem finding them all. <laughs> so I went back and I said they had to be easy for the show. Yeah. They did not want anybody not finding them. So that actually brings up a little thing that I, I had forgotten about in the post, and uh, I, I just remembered now, which is, if you remember back earlier this year, uh, you had an event and we ran a little contest saying that we were, you know, make a creative container and we're going to use it for something special. Well, that whole thing was supposed to be for the race. We were going to use the Those special two containers that we did pick are sitting in my garage, not used. <laughs> they were supposed to be used for the race, but as it turns out, it was much better to use just regular old vanilla containers because they needed. It wasn't about trying to be deceptive. They had to be able to find the containers. Yeah. So. And of course, one of them looked like a bomb, <laughs> which would not have gone over well. We haven't heard anything from Groundspeak. I wonder if they noticed or didn't notice. Well, I, I've been tempted to put. Like, because they have a, a media or a press email, yeah, I've been yeah. attempted to say, right look, one? You, or or send, send them and say, look, you know, here's some information you might be curious about. Because they have that, that weekly newsletter that comes out. I'm surprised they haven't contacted us. They might not know. You never. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to say that. That's already been in went, my. It's been in my mind. Uh, they might look at it and said, oh, it wasn't very. <laughs> it wasn't a fake, good coverage, right? Bombs in downtown Toronto get more coverage than yeah, Amazing Race did. Unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so where were we? Were we were still uh, in the woods. So oh, we're, we're, we're in the woods the day yeah the day before. Day so before. I we, I was there. You uh, we were both there. We we because we went around and we we checked them yeah. like I think like at least once if not twice. I uh, I, did, <laughs> I did a lot of miles <laughs> that day because it was about a two two kilometers I think track. Yeah, to do about them right. all, two clicks to do it, and it was uphill and then downhill, and I'm sure I did them at least six seven times oh, that yeah, day. I'm not sure. More. Because we went around and then, because yeah. Jeff wanted to see them again and like, okay, well, where's this and where's this one? Then we had to go back around and put stuff in it. Yeah, that's we right. We did that the morning, we do it the day before the morning of. 
We did I want to say that was the morning of, maybe. No, I think the morning of we went and checked. Maybe we checked. I don't think. I don't remember. Because I remember that. Yeah, the stuff was in it because the B-roll footage has the stuff in it. Yeah, that's so true. So we, we put yeah. it. We put it in the day before. Yeah, we put the stuff in on the nineteenth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're there and things are ramping up, and the crew comes in to start setting up the flag. Yeah. Bowls out in the parking lot. Oh yeah, that's right. Because they we had to yeah. do the test runs. So they brought in these two uh, girls from St. John, two sisters that were probably, I'm going to say. 15, 16, 17, two of them, nice kids, really smart, and they got them to do the flag <laughs> thing, and it took them 45 minutes to do it. The flag challenge? Yeah. yeah. Now, they probably weren't running, well, they were probably running just as far, but they weren't in the mud, they weren't under stress, they weren't yeah, that's true. competing against other teams. They did it in about 45 minutes, and they got it right. Then they came to do our geocaching thing. And I went with them. Yes, that's right. Because and, and and I had been around for five times by this time, <laughs> and I'm old and 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 not in shape anymore. I, it's it's a shape, but not a good one. <laughs> and we they say go, and we take off, and they start running, and I'm trying to keep up with them. The good thing was I'd let them get ahead, and then they'd stop to try to find the cache, and I'd catch up. But then when I catch up, with enough time to catch my breath, they were taking off to the next one because they'd already found it. And the thing was too is that because they there was two groups because there was them and there was there was Tracy and the other guy that did yeah, the second yeah, round of testing, right. and they both figured out very quickly that you could do uh, go to next. Go to, yeah. So you could do go to next on the GPS because they yeah, talk about the GPS. Shows yeah. So did. so they say basically they they would come over. So part of the test run, the producer was like, okay, well what. You know, do your little spiel, and he would sit there and he timed me on how long it took me to, to tell him how to use the GPS. And then he's like, okay, well, that's good. And then they came over, so I went through the spiel. It was really like bang, bang, bang. Here, fine, here's the map, move, click, click. And that was like literally... Well, we had the GPS just bare bones. Oh, there was had, nothing on them. Like, we only had like three screens. We had the windows for distance and... and, and, and um, Distance and, and the arrow, and the arrow. Yeah, everything. They only had a couple screens to play with, where we moved everything that they could screw up. Yeah, and uh, so showed them that. And in the process of doing that, basically, because I I would mark one as found, and it would come up. And on the Garmin units, when you mark it as found, it says you could go to next, right? And it just yes. automatically goes to the next one that's closest to you. And so you know we were showing that as part of the as the demo, and. Um, so they both both groups went through it, you know, and they, they got through it no problem. And both groups actually said they enjoyed the geocaching more than the flag. Both challenge. of them did. They loved yeah, it. They thought it was a great uh, great little uh, challenge. And but then the producers came and said, Jeff said to us, uh, maybe we shouldn't show them find next. You know, don't yeah. don't lie to them, but don't show it to them because they didn't have to look on the map. They could just say find next, and they could pound through it because that's. I think it was then that he asked us to put the decoys in yeah. because they were he was concerned about time and not being the the geocaching challenge being too fast which is kind of funny because it still would have been faster than it was for them to do the flag challenge turns <laughs> like, out at the end of the day it, I mean, yeah. we didn't know that at the time but right? during testing with two groups testing it they were equal they were both yeah, 45 minutes yeah, right on the right on the board so they yeah, yeah. they went through and they did that we we waited quite a while. Um, I remember waiting quite a while, and because he kept he kept calling it the host team, 
and the host team, and they're waiting for the host team, and waiting for the host team. Well, once the host team, and we were waiting and waiting, waiting for that. And that was John Montgomery and the camera crew that was with him, so the host of the show. Yeah. And so they they finally, he's like, okay, yep, they're coming up. And it was the two, the two or three guys that were with him, and then the host as well. And then we went off to find a spot to shoot what you saw with me and John. Which is really close to the wash that was coming down the hill. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> you go down where the the little lookout deck just is. Just before you get to the main yeah. deck there. Yeah. So there's the deck there, and you go just up a little bit, and there was a tiny little clearing right beside the fence. And so that's where they're like, okay, stand here. And I'm sure, I think John did the take like three times, and then they got me to hold the clue a certain way. And, you know, and I had to, I had to move my hands a certain way. If you can see me, how I'm doing this. I'm like holding both my hands the same way. I'm I like, see. Cool. It looks good. <laughs> but they wanted me to like swoop. They're like, go down and up like this towards the camera. Yeah. And when you're, I think it was Tamara that said it. I can't remember who, but someone mentioned the fact that it's like, geez, that clue's like right in the camera's face. And I'm like, yeah, it was. Like the camera was, I'm sure, like three or four yeah. inches from the clue. Well, I get those pictures of you and they're, they're not far from me. They're the right. on the deck. Yeah, they're right there. Like they're in your face. And I, yeah, I was sneaking pictures <laughs> while Matt was doing stuff and trying not to let the cameraman and producer see me do it. Yeah. Well, I did the same thing when... You when took a few, yeah. I took a couple... Because I have a picture of John putting a sweater on. Because I'm, like, pretending to read my email that I tip the phone up and click and have it on silent mode. Because, you know, it's it's not that... We're, we weren't doing anything wrong. We weren't going to release the pictures anyway. But, you know, it's it's one of those kind of gray areas, I guess you could say. I, uh, yeah, I was told to, to, to stop taking pictures and get out of there by one of the producers. Yeah. When I was looking down, I said, I know, I signed my agreement. <laughs> it goes okay as long as you understand. See, I signed it. I'm not going to do it. It's stupid. She, she laughed and smiled at me. Well, and that's just it. They were awesome. Everybody. Everybody. I, I got to say that. Everybody that we worked with was great. Yeah, it was a fantastic. We got group. to meet the um, the the big producers crew. All, all the head honchos. That's Actually, the couple that own it's in, Insight, Insight Productions. Insight yeah. Productions. We got to meet the owner, the president, and his wife, and talk to them for a few minutes, and because they own. I think that's the biggest production company in Canada. Inside. I think so. And we got to meet them, which was kind of neat, sitting on the bench, having a talk about... We were waiting, I think we were waiting... Probably still waiting for the host crew. Yeah, I think time. that's probably what it was. Because yeah. they finished, then we shot all the B-roll. Because we went yeah, around. We went around. I'm, I'm sure it was like... An yeah, we had, a, we had a camera crew with us for about oh, three or four hours. It was quite a while. It yeah. felt like a long time. I yeah. don't know if it was that long, but it felt like a long time. Those guys were in shape. Holy, Holy cow. Yeah. They were like... Carrying that camera and going. We must have gone to... I don't know if we went to every one of them, but we went, went to a lot, lot of the caches. With yeah, them. they had a lot of film. I just wish they would have had film of a racer running through the damn <laughs> trees, finding them. <laughs> um, but they... Because uh, you, we were talking to them about the camera. Because you posted the picture of the camera. Yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, the lens is $20,000, I think is what well, he the said. The whole setup was like sixty five, which probably isn't <laughs> real expensive. But for a portable camera like that, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I'm sure there's some that cost a million. Oh, but, I'm sure. You know, those ones on rails where they do car commercials oh, and stuff. Yeah. So that was kind of, because we were kind of curious, you know, and mm -hmm. we didn't know anything about production or whatever. Yeah. And so they, 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 that day sort of ended, and it ended on a real high. We were really excited. Yeah. The producers told us that, yeah, we're sure all four teams are going to do the yeah, geocaching. Yeah, they told us that. They said that. Numerous times. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. So, you know, the, the, that night, we were just bouncing, really, really excited, really, really happy. And then we had a very early morning. We were down there, I think it was 7 in the morning when we were yeah. down there the next day. And that was a very long day. <laughs> I think the first team arrived around 9.30-ish. Yeah. I and they were there till afternoon, the last team. 
Yeah, it was it was close to three hours for the last team. Yeah, absolutely, no question about that. Because we waited and we waited and we waited and because I, (laughs) a funny thing was is that, um, because all the the footage of of me was done the day before, I had they were very clear. I had to wear the same clothes because it's supposed to look like it's all shot on the same day or whatever, seamless or whatever. And so we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting and. You know, it was kind of misty and cold that day. And it windy. was, yeah, and it wasn't a warm day. And I remember they're like, "Okay, well, one team's come through. Yeah, there's a team down there." And then we started looking to, from the deck to see down. Oh yeah, we can see them. And uh, there was like two. I think it was two people from the park staff that were there waiting with us. They were just kind of hanging out. They were interpreters. Yeah. Interpreters, yeah. And so we waited and waited, and then the producer Jeff. He came back, like, he had was kind of coming and going, and he came back at some point, he says, they're really, really struggling, we're really sure that one of them is going to, one of the teams is going to switch, because they're really having a hard time, and so we're just, we're, we're just waiting, it literally was just sitting around, or standing around, waiting, and then he came back at some point, and said, the girls almost switched, which if you watched it last week, you, you saw, saw what it. happened, right, they, they were ready, they had done it, and then they... They figured out what they had done wrong, and I think when that happened, I think kind of from that point forward, I was like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it was it was starting to get really discouraging after a while, like we knew we'd been standing around and around, because we knew the longer that we stood there and waited, the less well, chance that a racer was going to come through. And uh, and then so at the end, I think you you went down there to check it out, and you saw the last team. I saw the last team. Yeah. Suki and Jinder. I saw them running to their car, and I said, there they go, the last team running back to their car. Nobody came to us. And then it was a mass exodus of everybody. Yeah. They were, 20 minutes, they were Boom. They, they were out Done. of there. Yeah. The only people left were the guys dismantling the uh, the flag challenge. And they were just local guys they hired. Yeah. Local crew that they hired to put that up. And so it was kind of, at that point, I mean... That's when we got mad. That From that point... It was kind of, we were pissed. I, I, I don't know what, I know what you were like then. I was really mad. Um, from from our perspective, I mean, especially for you, Ken, I mean, you put a lot of work into hiding the containers. You spent a lot of time. And we were we were really disappointed. It was really hard to sort of see the larger picture at that moment. They took off with all five GPS units. And then they said, we're done. See you later. And I realized they were gone, and I didn't have I didn't have the coordinates and the GPS to go pull all the caches out. Uh, yeah. But I had been to them so many times yeah. that it, it, it. Thankfully, the producers had a golf cart that they were given to drive around. Mm. They left, and they left the keys in the golf cart. So <laughs> I took it, and I went and found all the caches with the golf cart as most as best yeah. as I could, going down the trails. And I pulled them all out, and um, I think I forgot one. I think there's still one in the park somewhere. Oh, is there really? I can't remember which because I'm missing a container that I thought I put out and I can't find it. Hopefully it has some other stuff in it. But we we <laughs> left because we had talked about doing a podcast. Yeah. We actually talked about doing a podcast immediately after. We were going to do one that night. Right after where it was still fresh and then just store it until the show had come out and then we'd release it. Yeah. Um, because we talked about it that day, and then when nothing happened, like we went out, we went out to dinner that night and had some food, and it was like, yeah, it was just, it was a total wash. And at that point, we got no, almost no recognition on TV, and they just disappeared, and we were told nothing. And I said, did we just do 
all of this for nothing. <laughs> like, not a, barely a thank you. Yeah. But then the very next day, or was it that night? It was that night. Garth. That night, the, after everything was settled, the, the two of the producers called us. And they were quite upset that we didn't get anything. They yeah. Wanted. And they told us not to worry that uh, we'd be taken care of. So. Yeah, he, because I remember he, because you sent me a text, and yeah. I think he called me. Yeah. He either called me right after or right before you had texted me. Yeah. And he was, I mean, he was noticeably upset on the phone. He's like, I, you guys worked really hard. I really wanted to, to, to get the geocaching yeah. on camera. You know, he was really excited about it. He was the one that came to they us. They spent far more time with us yeah. than they did with the flag challenge. Yeah, big time, big time. And so that that helped because it really showed that, you know, despite the fact that it's a, it's a big production, lots of things that go and into it, it was personal Had we been week three, we probably would have gotten half of them. Guaranteed. They would have split. Yeah. But where it was week four and they were unsure of what it was and they didn't want to take a chance and lose. Yeah. They wanted to stay together so that they know, and okay, we're the second group out of here. We know where we yeah. are right now. And they the, were taking that chance. The week before... They when they the were muscles. PI, they they didn't do the, uh, the there was a potato challenge, and they didn't do none of them did the potato challenge, and I kind of smiled because there had been other instances all season where they all went to one and like a bunch of them switched, and I was kind of smiling each time I saw them switch. I'm like, why couldn't they have switched on our task? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting watching mm -hmm. with Tamara, and um, and it's it's like I said on one of the Facebook uh, somebody commented on Facebook about it, and I said, you know what, I said. If you were in their situation, it's the final four, you're competing for a half a million dollars, yep. you get to that detour, and you don't know anything about geocaching. So here's something you don't, you've never even heard of, or flags. What are you going to pick? It's not rocket science. You'd pick the flags. And it's like all of them said. They all said. like We had, uh, we had no idea it would be so hard or so challenging. So that's... We can look at it now... And I mean, we, we were taken care of by the production uh, company. Yeah, like yeah. They, they took good care of us uh, both prior and afterwards. We've, you know, yeah, every day we were there, we got to go to the restaurant and they, yep. they bought us a meal. And, and, they, the, and the, uh, they had catering there, coffee from Tim Warren's mm, and Yeah, catering. that's true. And uh, when they were all done, they, had known, they knew that I was a scout leader and this and that. And anyway, they said, do you want all this stuff for scouts? All, anything left? And I said, well, whatever you've got, give me and I'll see if the scouts need it. And I actually got fair, four pairs of boots, <laughs> the, the boots that they used yeah, there. Yeah, I remember selling some of them. And I got about 400 Tim Hortons, empty Tim Hortons cups and covers. <laughs> I got about 10 rolls of paper towel. Um, I even got all the, the loot bags left over from the Dairy Queen party. <laughs> That's kind of funny. So they come and she goes, hey, we've got all this too, maybe the kids can eat them. And I open up and there was like little bags of candies and cookies in it and stuff. So I just I dismantled them and threw some of it out and kept some of it because it was crushed cookie. Yeah. But the little there was little bags of gummy candies that my kids oh, okay. like. And there was a few knives and a few little little odds and ends. But I just took it all home, put it in the garage. So I still got four pairs of size ten and eleven rubber boots. <laughs> that uh, and they said we don't need it. We're get, we're getting on yeah. a plane. Take it. Yeah. And so, uh, so they just threw it all in my truck. So I took it because they didn't care. They just wanted wanted it rid of. And we were we were contacted. After all was said and done, and incompensated to our satisfaction for yeah. our time that we were there. Yeah, we didn't we didn't make a big ton of money on it, but we got compensated. And that was the thing because we didn't know that. No, I we think didn't know we didn't know that that day. I think that was the part that burned me that day was that 
from that from that point right there, as well, far as went, we knew, we had no. As far we had done all of this and got nothing for it. They went and bought five. How much are those sixty-two ads? They're like two, three fifty, four hundred dollars yeah. now. So they bought five of them. I'm thinking five of them. Just give us each one. <laughs> but they took. And I remember hearing the producers talking, or the no, the owner of Insight talking. Oh, okay. And they're sitting there talking about the GPS, and they were looking at them, and we were. And we I was explaining to him how they work, and he goes, "Well, he says." If we need any shots of the GPS units, we can get that back in Toronto when we're done at post production. So I said, "Oh, they're taking them yeah. back. They're not going to give them yeah. to us because we actually we wanted to ask them for all five of them. If they leave them, give it to us as a as a thank you." Yeah, and uh, we were going to use them as prizes for for cash up contests, but that didn't work. But and and so once we knew, you know, we like I said, we we got compensated, and once that kind of happened. I, I don't know for you, but I know that that enough time had passed. I wasn't as mad, and then mm. that kind of that kind of made it. I don't want to say made it better, but it kind of made it a wash. It was like, okay, yeah, you know what? It it they was recognized good. our work and our time, and you, they and they were really really gracious about it. And then so we knew, we knew. I mean, that would have been June sometime. Yeah. Um, it was just before you and I went to New York. Yeah, it was. So it was. Yeah, like that's a few right. Days before. Um, and so then it was just a matter of, of keeping our mouths shut. But they sort of left, and the producer mentioned this to me. I don't know if he mentioned it to you or if it was in an email. Um, that if they ever have anything come up where it's geocaching related, they know who to call. So in a future show, a different show. Some other project. Some other project, because they do other projects. Oh, Jeff, Jeff does what? The cash, cash craze. Cash craze. Yeah. So that was a kid's show that was on, which used iPhones and it wasn't really geocaching. Yeah, because he showed me the app. He's like, I got the app on yeah, my phone. Yeah, he had the app on his phone <laughs> still, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they told us that they would definitely contact us or let anybody know if they need geocaching related stuff in their budget. Yeah. And, and even we just got an email re recently, too, where a guy had said, Yeah, let's stay in. Because I had asked about yeah. getting a copy of the That's show. Right. And he said, No, let's. He says, No, if I hear anything, I'll let you know. He says, Let's stay in touch. And I'm like, That's, that's good to know. I mean, and now that it's kind of all done. Where I mean, from where I am, well, I won't tell the story about it. so the the night. So you 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 hadn't been watching the show, but you watched the previous night before. I, I don't, no, no, I only, I only watched the last two you episodes. Know, the only last two. I've recorded the whole series. I only watched the last two. <laughs> and so, probably I don't know a month and a half, two months ago, I put a thing on Twitter and Facebook saying, "Does anybody watch The Amazing Race Canada?" Yeah. Right, and so that was. That was my attempt to sort of gauge. And I kept, I kept tweeting and commenting <laughs> and sharing things. Too. And I'm sure that you know, we, we well, we know that there's some people that had guessed and figured it out, um, but we just kept saying, "Well, we can't talk about it. We can't say." Um, and so anyway, and then you said, "Well, I haven't been watching it, but I'm going to watch the second last episode." <laughs> and I'm like, "That's it." People no. knew right away. Like, just something's going on. Something's going on. Um, and then, but yeah. we were told from the producers that. We can tell people, you should watch this episode. Yes, yes. Prepare to watch this episode. You might see something on yes. it. Yes. But we weren't allowed to say anything. I guess the non-disclosure agreement basically was, if we said anything that hurt the show financially, we had to give... We had to pay them. They didn't sue us. They had yeah. to pay them $1 million. And Good luck getting that. And well, But I think another... <laughs> I think the biggest part of it, too... Because I'm, I'm only worth like $3 million. <laughs> I think the thing that was more of a concern, at least the, the, the impression that I got from the non-disclosure agreement, was that it was about making sure that the racers wouldn't become aware of any of the things that were coming up. 
Because if we started telling people, oh, we're dealing with the Amazing Race, and somehow someone shares the wrong picture with somebody, the wrong post, and now somebody on the, on the show knows that, oh, well, they're going to be doing geocaching, what's that? And then yeah. they could research that and, and they have were, an advantage, right? Ready for it, yeah. So, but advantages didn't work out very well. Look at the hockey one for the girls. <laughs> I know it's so funny. Um, so, um, yeah, but and they were worried about us possibly knowing who the final four was. Yes, possibly the final three. If three teams got out an hour before the other one, we'd have a pretty good. Well, we I say, mean, hey, these three teams should be in the final. You know, like knowing knowing the way it had played out, and knowing that. Like, we didn't know at the time, but knowing now, we basically had a pretty good idea that whoever that last team was, was not yeah. getting... Because we knew they were we going to Cape... Was, yeah. We knew they were going to Cape and Rage, and they were going to do a repelling thing. Yeah. So, whoever that last team was, they would have been behind everybody. We didn't know who they were, but we would have... I haven't done the repelling there, but I did do that zip line. Yeah? And there's a geocache right underneath that that station where you land. When you oh, land, is there? Yeah. That one, the... Uh, <laughs> Capturing the bay is oh, right, it's right there. It's right really? there. When you land, the landing deck yeah. is where the geocache is. Oh, that's kind of funny. You can reach it from the stairs, yeah. Cool. And yeah, so then last Tuesday, I was on the road and I couldn't watch the freaking show, which is why I had been hammering Facebook for like a week. Trying to, trying figure to find, out a way. figuring out a way to, I can't, you can't watch CTV live online unless you have a Shaw or Bell account, not a Bell Alliance, but a Bell account. Yeah. And then you can watch it live. So it ended up I couldn't watch it. And my my very thankful wife for me, she... <laughs> she so there's some sort of app I can get, but there must be something It's different. the same thing. You, there's a CTV Go app. You can get yeah. a CTV Go app. It's the same thing, though. You can watch previous shows. or Yeah, previous okay, shows there. Live. But you can watch live if you have a Bell or a Shaw account because it proves that you actually have a cable account. That's the idea. So a fiber opt one doesn't count. Fiber op doesn't count because yeah. the Bell and Bell Align are tech. They're not. Yeah, they're right. not the same yet. Yeah. Um, so yes, my wife she she says to me the other day because she was like she was all paranoid. She she had the show on and she's like, well, I got to make sure that you know when I'm going to be right ready so that when it comes up, I can I can tape it for you and send it to you. She's like, I didn't want to miss it. And I said, well, you could have just rewound it and played it back if you missed it. And she's like. Well, I never thought of that. I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> and the kids and my wife, every once in a while, they watch something and say, just rewind it or pause it. I say, I can't get up. I'm wait for a commercial. Pause it. Oh, that's right. I, <laughs> I, I, I watch football and pretty much nothing. Yeah. So I've, I'll watch Walking Dead when it comes back on. Right. So besides that, and Walking Dead, I usually record and watch it the next day because yeah. it's, it's on it's at 10 or 11 at night. Yeah. You skip the commercials too. And I can skip the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I do watch it. But. but yeah, so we watched and then it was kind of that was it. It was like the the show aired and my god, it felt, it felt so nice to finally get seven months. We it started in Feb in late February mm -hmm. and we'd basically been had that under our caps for seven months and I think that's the longest time I've ever had to keep something basically, you know. Yeah, I have a big mouth, so it's tough for me. <laughs> Um, and now we can never enter Amazing Race. We can camp. never enter. We are disqualified because we know all the secrets. <laughs> we know nothing. <laughs> I wouldn't have any advantage going in racing in that now. No. None whatsoever. But you know, you know what would happen if, let's say you and I entered as a team and we won, right? Someone would see, well, they were involved in the show before, yeah, so, so the fix know. is in or something like some. Yeah. You owed them a favor because you did no one did their challenge yeah so you know someone could contest that so they just make it easy anybody involved in the production yeah. can't yeah. 
can't participate? One thing I, I remember the producers telling me, Jeff telling me, is how sequestered they are. Oh, really? They're, they're, they're st they stay in hotel rooms. They have a chaperone outside their door. Really? They're, they have no TV, no magazines, no newspapers, uh, no contact with home, no internet, no cell phone. <laughs> wow. They are allowed to bring novels to read. Okay. And they are allowed calls to home, and they're monitored. Somebody's sitting beside them, really? listening on a speakerphone while they talk. Yeah, wow. it's that strict. So during the, from day one to there, they race an average of five to six hours a day. Okay. Because, well, they left PEI at 3.30. Oh, yeah, it was like 4, 4.30 in the morning. And they, 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, 3.30, and they were done Cape and Rage probably by noon. So that's a longer day. Yeah. That was a longer day for them. Yeah. But they said that they race on average of five, I think it was five to six hours. They're actually racing during the day. <coughs> and the rest of the time, they're... Their cameraman is their, is their babysitter when they're out. Yeah. And then when they get back to the room, they actually have somebody posted literally sitting outside their door. They're not allowed out. Hmm. Wow. They're not allowed to talk to anybody. If they get room service, the food is brought to them. If they do go to a restaurant, they're all sat in a corner away from everybody else. They're not allowed to interact with anybody. They can't get any current news. They can't read any newspapers hmm. or anything. It makes for 30 days if you make the whole race. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're everything, complete, complete... Exclusion. There was another thing too, which I want to say it was ten meters. Do you remember them talking about the fact the the two? They're not allowed to be more than. It could be ten meters. I think apart. it was ten meters apart. They're not allowed to actually be that far apart from each other. They have to be together at all times when they're racing. Yeah, because the cameraman can't keep an eye on two of them, and they can't split up to do a task. They yeah. can't. The only exception to that was the roadblock when one team when one go goes, but back. the other ones stay and they're. Yeah. I'm sure they're <laughs> they're told stand there and don't yeah. move. Yeah, so that type of thing. Um, so, I don't know, looking back and, and, and seeing it from this end now that it's kind of all over, I'm, I'm more than happy. I mean, obviously I would have loved someone to have one, done our test. Just one team. Just one team. Um, the that, hockey girls. <laughs> so close. I mean, and, and that, that would have been awesome. You know, it would have been nice to get, get that exposure and be able to have them see, and see what actually happens when they do it. Um... But that's the nature of the show. There's nothing yeah. we could. There's nothing. That was we, our biggest fear, and it came true. There was nothing we could have done to prevent it. And you know, you know the thing that I was really happy to see. I'm gonna. I know what you're saying. Yeah, about the whole the way it all went down was that when watching the show, it was very clear that they all picked by C mm -hmm. from the get go because before we had, they even got there. Because we had a concern about that at the at the site For itself. For the parking lot. The flag station was visible in a straight line, 100 meters away. We were around the corner up on that observation deck yeah. where they couldn't see and probably 300 meters away. We were, we were a quite a bit, bit further, further yeah. and not visible. They got off. They saw the sign land. See, there's sea. Yeah, that's where Let's go. Let's go. If they would have saw what we had or that we were closer, some of them might have said, hey, let's take a chance. Yeah. You know, the last team, you're, you get there last. And the other three are down there. What do you do? Try the other one. Yeah. You're already last. Yeah, it's Go true. to the other one. You might beat them. Yeah. I don't know. That's, and, my, that's my thinking. And that was... and Because we, we started to wonder, like, okay, well, you know, did they pick by sea? Or did they... Anybody pick geocaching? And then when they got there and they saw, well, no, it's right here. Let's go. Yeah, we thought they were all going to pick that because it was closer. And they all on TV said, by sea, by sea, by yeah. sea. So, I think one of them said, geocaching, what's that? It was the girls, wasn't it? Yeah, the girls said, yeah, I have no idea what that is and... You know, that, that's exactly what I said. If you don't know what it is, well, you know, flags versus, 
you know, underwater basket weaving or whatever it is. You know, can I, was it you that posted on Facebook? You can actually take that course? Yes. At the university, <laughs> yeah, yeah. somewhere's in the U.S. Yeah, right? somewhere you can actually take that course. I think it was out, like, it was in Oregon. Somewhere's on the Pacific yeah, Coast. Yeah, 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 I think so. You can so, take yeah. an underwater basket weaving <laughs> course. <laughs> because I'm always saying that. Like That's, one of, that's one of your, your it's lines. A, it's yeah. a running gag that I have going yeah. on for, for quite a while. But, like I said, I'm... Oh, yeah, I'm happy. I, I'm, I'm happy. I think it was... I think it was really good for geocaching. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how we could ever top that. Like having been part of that and that because it's such a big show. I mean it's it's a huge show in Canada. It's such a big if, if, thing. If only they would have gone through the course it would have been just there's it would have been unbeatable for yeah, absolutely. In, in, in TV. Yeah, absolutely. Guaranteed. Other than there's a geocaching T V show. Yeah. You know, a game show or some sort. There's no way, and, and it could be beat in an amazing race thing. And I'm wondering if the American version doesn't try it sometime. Well, it's but, possible. But they go all over the world. Yeah. You know, they're not they're not uh, just in the U.S. So I can't. And that was the other thing I actually thought about when we started watching the show was the fact that yeah, because in this one they did go. They went to China. They went to France. So they actually yeah. did leave Canada. Yeah, we knew they were in France. I knew they went to France because they, someone had let it slip. Oh, really? They were in France before they went to uh, PEI. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. They went to uh, to Normandy. Um, that was pretty cool. With that how was they, awesome. How they played that into the... Uh, I thought that was fantastic. A reason to go to France was to go there. Yeah, I, I, I really liked that. So, that's the... I guess that's the, the story. I'm happy. Like I said, wish they'd done the task, but I'm, other than that, I mean... What's the two guys' names that went Mickey and... Mickey and Pete. Mickey and Pete. We should have done it in style with them and just taken off our pants. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? I'm not wearing any pants. Yeah. Oh, that's why. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, little feather in our cap. I, I updated our about Cash Up NB to put that in there. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. There's a little thing in there, so, you know, now when someone asks, well, who's Cash Up NB, you know, we can say, well, we, we designed a detour for the Amazing Race Canada, and... Yeah. You know, that that's something to be quite proud of. I think that that's a, you know, I think for for me personally, the fact that we were asked to be a part of this, um, it's something that, you know, you and I, we, we've been working with Cash Up New Brunswick now for four and a half years. I think if there's anything that's ever really said, look, you know, there's some validation of the work you're doing, that this is part of that, to say, look, you know, because we don't, we don't take a lot of mega credit for things. We kind of say, you know, it's always the community and this kind of thing, and it, it always is. Yeah. I think this is just one way to, to sort of say, look, you know, we, we've we put our a lot of hard work into it, and this is kind of like a reward or kind of a little bit of validation for that. The, um, thread, the thread in the forum has 32 replies to 608 views. Oh, yeah. It's not a real popular one. It, it's in Canada. If it was in the yeah. U.S., I bet you that would be much higher. There's one here that I love. Who... Who, um, I just saw it. Who owns a throwdown? Oh, God. The person who threw it or the person who listed a cache at that location previously? Or the person who left the container <laughs> there, right? I mean, that one, that one's got four pages, 193 replies and wow. 2,700 views. That's a lot. But then ge geocaching tattoo one has twenty six thousand views, right? There's one. Uh, I guess they're all looking for that one tattoo on some girl's butt or something. There's like a, a creative cache 
thread, I think, that's got been there a long time. Long, long time. Yeah, and it's pages and pages. Pages and pictures of the containers, so. Yeah. Um, anything else on the on our Amazing Race Special Edition podcast? I'm, no. I don't think there's anything else to really... No, too bad we couldn't have kept some of that swag in one of the caches. That would have been cool. To make travel oh, bugs out of or something. you know what? I, I can think of one because we, we, we broke our hour here. Um, I know one thing that keeps coming up on Facebook is people saying, well, when can we go find them? Yeah. And so the, the, the deal is, is you can't. Like, we already talked about the caches are all gone anyway. They were somewhere in restricted areas. They, all, they were all too close to each other anyway. Um, I don't know for sure, but there's kind of, I would, me personally, I would like to hide maybe one or two as a sort of dedication to the, to the show and what we did there. I don't know if that will happen. Maybe, maybe not. Um, if you're curious, if you really wanted to see where they were, I mean, I could put the GPX file up on Cache FNB and say, here, this is where they were. Um, but outside of that, I mean, it's, it is what it is. They're, they're, they're not there. They're long gone. And. We didn't really have any plans to, to sort of keep them there. No, I'm not a fan of putting... And I, of course, we do have some like Fundy Park and, and there as well, but they're partner programs. Yeah. I'm not a fan of us listing our own cash in a place you have to pay to get into. Yeah, I, I get that, yeah. No, if it was free, yeah. But these caches that we put there are in partnership with, yep. with those people, and they're expecting to get reimbursed through... Fees of people coming in. That's true. So I don't know if they the, if they want other caches that don't belong. To, I'm sure if we wanted to put caches down there, I could talk to Shignecto Duel and and Scouter Kevin. I'm sure it wouldn't be an issue. That's and something we didn't mention. Yes. Um, the the uh, the uh, what would what was his name? The, the flag inspector um, who works at the park, Kevin Snare, is no longer caching, but he was very involved in the very early days here. In the early 2000s, at Scouter Kevin, Chill and the Kids was their thing. He's a local photographer, local scout leader, well he was, and just an all-around awesome dude. Yeah, he was really good. And I'm, I'm really glad that, I would have been upset if they all would have come to us and he didn't get to be on camera, just like he was upset that we didn't get, you know, yeah. he, he came up and said, I'm really sorry you guys didn't get it, but <laughs> I was so hoping that we could split it. Yeah, I remember him talking about that. And uh, super dude, super nice guy, if you ever meet him. If you ever want a photographer, um, he's all the photography down in the park you see in the walls and in the interpreters, interpretation center and him. That video they had of them showing the water coming up, did you see that on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's Kevin. Oh, uh, Kevin cool. Snare. Super guy. Kudos to him. I really like him. Um, great article in the newspaper on him. Yeah, yeah. You know, shitty article on us. <laughs> he, uh, and he got a shout out from John Montgomery on the Amazing Race. They blog. had met before on, on a separate project. Yeah, and and but he because he made a little thing and Kevin because Kevin posted on his Facebook yes. page and said, "Hey, you know, I got a little mention." I'm like, "That's pretty cool." That's it's it was real. I mean, you know, he was obviously a part of the show in a much larger capacity on camera than we were, and so it was nice to see that. But like he happen. said, he was standing out in front of them, and back and behind the camera was the real judges who were checking the flags and giving him a yes or a no nod. Oh, really? And I bet you it was probably the same last night in the museum for those pictures. Oh. There was probably somebody standing there with the picture, and then they made sure, and then they showed the uh, curator, the woman there, saying, yeah. congratulations, you got it right. Because, just, just even for you, that's why I asked for you to have a picture of everything. I didn't want you to say, this is good, and all of a sudden they're gone, and you go, oh my God, there's only 11 of them. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that, so wonder. they produced, I wanted to make sure that if you were judging that 
you were prepared for that. Yeah. Which which is another thing, actually, just kind of a, a kind of little behind-the-scenes thing, which I thought was interesting, because I noticed it this year. I would never have known this, but when you see whoever it is, the, the, the person from the detour or the roadblock or whatever, when you see those people give the clue, they don't have the clue at all. So when, when we were standing there, uh, basically Jeff, the producer, yeah. he's like, so this is how it'll go. He says, you can say, yep, it's good. And if it is good, I will hand you the clue and you hand the clue to them. Right? You can give yeah. them their clue. You'll get the clue, walk back out on camera yeah. and then present it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the funny thing was I was telling this to Tamara and we were watching one of the episodes this year, and one of the guys giving out the clues, you saw a hand come out from the side of the camera, hand him the clue, and then he handed up, like, half a second, and I'm like, that's what I was talking about, that yep. right there. And they, they don't, because I was not allowed to keep the clue. Yeah, we, we didn't have access to the clues. They wouldn't let us, and we got to see one. Yeah. We went into the little, the kitchen or whatever, and we, they opened one up, because he was sealing them. And yeah. like, oh, can we take a look at one? And we get and to look at that. The, the one that would bring, bring he, he was sealing them that morning. Yeah. Because they print them that morning. I think they do. They yeah. were all printed that morning. They don't print them until the day of, just in case they have to yeah. change something. And it was the one to send them to Cape and Rage for the final. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, here you go. And so it was, it was kind of a, it was kind of cool. Definitely memorable, that's yeah, for sure. So one other thing I thought I was going to, but I can't remember now. We'll, <laughs> we'll come up with other things that we'll talk about. I'm sure. So, right. I think another that's... Another podcast done. Yes, another one done. We could probably uh, do one maybe in November. Yeah, I think that would When work. we get the more details on the race, and we can really push some mega stuff then. Yeah. We might have some other information about the mega ready to go by then. Who come knows? out and play. Just couple, well... Yeah, yeah, they come out and play in the battle cache. Yes, because Chuck emailed me, or emailed yeah. us about... Um, us participating as a sponsor for cash, uh, Battle sure, Cash. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, same same as last year. So Battle Cash, come out and play, is coming. Mega News will be coming. Yeah, and who knows what else will be coming. Who knows? Yeah, maybe next time it'll be, uh, hey, you guys want to do a TV show? Yeah. You guys can be the stars of geocaching.tv. <laughs> no, they want prettier people than us. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not us. Yeah. It's all good. We'll be the background guys again. Yeah. Cool. I, oh, that's what I want to talk about. All the aerial footage you see of them. Oh, I was going to mention that. It was yeah. all shot with a gyrocopter yeah. and a GoPro. Yeah. And the guy had flies the it with a GoPro. Yeah. He has a screen, like he's, he's, he's enclosed in his black box, hung over his shoulders with the controls, and he just stands in a parking lot and flies it using the camera. And I remember when he was up filming uh, over the flower pots, um, twice falcons flew, flew near it. Oh, really? Towards it. And uh, pigeons. He's got a bunch of pigeons out of there with him. <laughs> but he was hovering, and I was hoping the only chance I had of ever being on camera was him coming over the deck and showing you and I standing on the deck. Yeah, because you tried to get your car, your truck in the shot, too, in the parking lot. And they made I, you move the truck, didn't I they? I tried to park my truck somewhere where I thought it might be seen when they pulled up. Yeah. But they had us all move way to the back parking lot, and they didn't. So I tried to get my, even tried to get my truck. I just wanted the people... Be able to prove that I was there. <laughs> he was there. I, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't the cameraman. My so. forehead was too shiny. <laughs> That's why I had my hat on. Yeah. Did you have your hat on? Yeah, I had my hat on. That's right. Yes. Yes, because they wanted to make sure there was no logo, low special logo on my on my. Uh, if we had had a cash up and be uh, hat, it would have been okay because yeah. 
you were you could see it clearly on your shirt. Oh yeah, you could. And you couldn't see the mustard stain at all. No, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, because we had to sign a release on the. I had to sign a release to allow the logo to be displayed on camera. And on the and the credits. On the credits. Yes, you blink and you'll miss it, but it's there. Special thanks, Keshup and me. That you know that was a that was something I was really really hoping to see, and yeah. I had to go through the credits twice. The first time I went through, oh I saw it. Oh, did you? I didn't see because I watched. The sh I downloaded the show and watched it, uh, so I could see it, and then I'm like pausing through the credits to see. Okay, well I saw you know I saw the producers' names and I saw some other names I recognized. And I'm like okay, and then it went by the special the uh, special thanks, and I didn't catch it, and then I saw it again, and I'm like. So I took the screenshot with yeah. the little border around it. So the very next day, oh, probably two in the afternoon because they were flying out that evening. Um, Danielle, remember Danielle, the girl, uh, one of the assistants. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She, I, she actually she was the New Brunswick. She, um, remember that we met the local. Yeah. And they ended up one of them ended up getting pneumonia, going to hospital, so they replaced oh, it with her because okay, okay. she had done a show for them in. She, she's from uh, just outside of Winnipeg. They oh, yeah, yeah, in. they flew her in. They flew her in just to assist here because they had nobody because a local person was gone. So she came in and she was sort of the assistant. Yeah. So she came and met me up at the uh, up at the airport and work to drop oh. off some of the extra stuff, the, a couple pairs of boots and some other things that she had forgotten. Okay. So she brought me in and she came up in the control tower and I she sat for half an hour and I showed her all the tower and stuff. And then uh, I gave her a mug to give to Guy, a Nav Canada mug. Oh, That cool. we have to give away to people like a little company promoter yeah. things. So I asked my manager, he goes, oh, take what you want. So I got a nice mug to get, and she got it to Guy. As a, uh -oh. And that's one thing I want to mention. Guy is a pilot. Yes. And he owned a helicopter touring company at one time. And he deals with air traffic controllers, of course, being a pilot. So he was, him and I had quite a conversation yeah. in the woods about flying and air traffic control. Because his um, show, we should put a link to his, yeah. his well, YouTube video. It's a documentary that he filmed, uh, The Rockies. He flew the whole spine yeah. from, from down in the U.S. all the way to the Yukon. And he's a pilot, and he flew in his plane and told the story. And uh, people get to know the guy that we got to know. Yeah, uh, you know, that's kind of a good way to, to wrap to, uh, yeah. the podcast. Like, just another big, big thanks to him. He was fantastic. They really, all really nice, were. good. Everybody Every was, single person there was great to work with. So, I mean, say what you will about reality shows and TV and things. I mean, I don't know what it's like in other places. Into it. But, I mean, you, you have no idea until you're part of it. Like, mm -hmm. I would never have thought about all the little things they were shooting and all the stuff that they did and all the testing they did and this and then this and for this. One, for that one hour episode, I would dare say they had 400 hours of Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's so much stuff. Because they, they filmed so much in the background and so much the day before and the day of. Yeah, so many, so many things, so. Because they never turn the cameras off. No. Because they never know if they're going to miss something or, you know, one of them fell in the mud. They're not, gonna, they're not gonna turn. They want to catch that, yeah, right? Exactly. One of them fell in the mud, yeah. or or one of them falls off the cliff and <laughs> crashes on the beach. It's, they may not want to show that. <laughs> they're gonna have it on camera. Though. It serves them right for no geocaching. <laughs> they should have all gotten stuck in the mud, and they're fl they were running out of time too. They were. Oh yeah, I suppose because the time the time was coming up. Was come up. Yeah. yeah. So. Very but, good. Yeah, Another we're podcast good. done. So we won't have as much interesting uh, news to share the next time, but this will. Uh, this will go down as a very memorable podcast and a memorable experience. Yeah. And uh, who knows what will come next. That's right. Sounds good. Good night. Night.